0: Oh, yeah, it's date night with Jake and Paige, y'all, where you meet some of Charlotte's finest couples. So pull up your seat, grab a glass of wine. It's time to talk about things like laundry and taxes and the dentist and also making sweet cupcakes for your son's elementary class, which is kind of annoying because you don't really care about those
1: other kids. So why are you doing it? We're going to find out with date night. Yeah. Welcome back to another episode of Date Night with Jake and Paige. And I'm using Date Night loosely here. Mm,
2: super. The, like, mm. probably the loosest we've ever been on Date Night. Oh. Well, it was a daytime. It was a day date. And there were just three of us. Yes. Which I termed our first threesome, but you were not comfortable with.
1: Um, I, you know, let's slow down I don't know if I would say not
2: comfortable oh
1: you're
2: very comfortable with that
1: extremely comfortable okay um but yes so we had your I mean bestie like old school college day bestie Lindsay us in the building.
2: Oh, my goodness. So, Lens is the, I always say that she runs the talent department at SNL, and I don't know what her, I think her official title is just producer, but that doesn't really describe how, the cool factor of
1: her job. No, you actually, you butchered it. You said, you chaperone, or like, you hold no, a hand up. I of- think I said babysit. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's worse, probably. Yeah, and and she cringed. I mean, you could it, it can't come through on a podcast, but she cringed. She goes, "No, that's not." what that's, People that's always what say I do. that. Yeah, but you just but you just nailed it here in the intro. The runs. She run the world. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Who run the world? Shook. So she also, we told, the in the podcast, we tell the story of the significance of her with us, because she basically introduced us. We have our whole marriage and all three of our children to thank uh, yes. Shook baby for. Yeah. But w- what I also didn't tell, I think I've told in the podcast before, but we didn't necessarily get into in the story with her. Yeah. Is she was also the standard by which I, like, found you and was okay with you in the first place, because she... I don't you remember the guy that I dated before you? I remember Raj. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Rod. Of course I do. No, I don't remember him at all. His name's Roger.
2: I came home from our last date, and we had gone to karaoke, and he was, like, lovely. He brought everybody drinks, and he mm. was a good audience, but he just was not, like, fun. And I went home that night, and I remember crying to Shookus at home in our apartment in 3B, and probably Brit, too, and just literally crying to her and going, I just want to find a guy who will do karaoke with us and be fun. And I remember thinking, if I could just find a guy I have as much fun as I have with Shook with, right? and then literally, like, the next week... She she was like, Paige,
1: meet Jake. Well, mission accomplished, she should get into recruiting because <laughs> I mean you want to find a guy that you care okay, Do you mean you know, matchmaking? Sorry. Um either way, I feel like you recruited me. I mean like <laughs> she recruited me for you. <laughs> oh, okay. Matchmaking. Either yeah. way. Way to put a business. You're a spin great on employee, it. Jake. Right, You've but, been a great but, employee. But she was also our first single guest. So she why was. did we feel like it was important to bring her on?
2: Because she is a fully badass enough to be our first single guest, yeah. and she has great dating stories, and 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 yeah. and we did cover this, a great divorce story. Like she and Kevin are doing divorce about as well as you can do it.
1: We definitely covered it in the yeah. podcast. Yes. Yeah. So she's got all kinds of good stories. Uh, she runs the SNL talent department. She introduced us. I'd say that's plenty good for a resume. <laughs> that is trip going trip. to make it.
0: That's the way I drink mimosas. You want to start it like you usually Lindsay do? Lindsay
1: Shookus, welcome to the podcast.
2: Thank you
0: for having me.
1: Thank you for coming. <laughs> Thank you for not taking the sound check seriously at I'm all. Sorry. Um,
2: now she sounds different. So, Lindsay, we've been acknowledging all weekend that Lindsay is here to visit us. She's our best friend.
1: <laughs> Who and have you been acknowledging that too.
2: Each other. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Just the two of us? Excuse me, sir on the street, I would like to acknowledge... That's my best friend's <laughs> to tell.
2: But that she, that, that really the whole thing is, this is a date night podcast, but that Jake is
1: ironically the third wheel on this yeah, date. Absolutely. I am. So I'm just going to fade into the background. Okay. Uh, <laughs> much unlike the pants I'm wearing. I was going to say, it's got to be which...
2: a poorly lit background in those pants.
1: Oh, boy. <laughs> I have on tight Carolina blue joggers.
2: Well, uh, appropriately enough, because we all went to Carolina.
1: It is. So but why don't we start that's not there. where we met. Why Lindsay? Why, why is it relevant? Why should we be acknowledging to people why you're here? Who are you? How do we know you? Why don't you two take this?
3: Both
2: of, Well, how li- Lindsay and I met first?
1: This shouldn't be hard.
2: Oh, my gosh. How did
1: you guys meet? How did you guys know each other? How- I
2: think I've told the story of how we meet. I'm actually curious. to How do you remember us meeting? Well, I remember us meeting, like... <clears throat> My freshman year, when you were a
0: sophomore, like outside of the sorority house. I'm that. older. We got it.
2: Yeah, I'm. I'm it's so just young.
0: A little, little. This is the story in the voice of a young woman <laughs> oh <boy. laughs> talking to her elder.
1: Nope, not <laughs> not the track I wanted to walk take
0: us through here. our youth. Do you remember that we met like, for, like for a second, freshman year? We didn't really You're know freshman.
2: freshman. No, yeah. I- is this, are you talking about during sorority rush? Yeah. I hate acknowledging the I fact that we were, I, I, know, I try and go around I do it. too. I do. Th- let's Why? just. Why? What's wrong with that? Because I feel like sorority has such negative connotations. Oh, boy. It well, does. But there are also positive
0: connotations. There are, I think rush in particular is like the thing that th- when you're like parading around and you're cute out, trying so it Yeah, that part is rough. So
2: he, Lindsay and I happened to be wearing sundresses in a hundred degree heat, lined up with a hundred girls on a road one day.
1: You were wearing a sundress?
2: We Lindsay
0: both were. I, I
1: literally can't picture it.
2: I was wearing it was a denim sun. I was. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: think it was like <laughs> denim over. It was like a denim jumper.
2: I remember because I remember telling this story at your rehearsal dinner when Dale was there, and I remember being embarrassed to, oh, for yes. you that Dale would be hearing about what you was, were wearing <laughs> because it was not the cutest. It was cute for the '90s, probably. But that's how, that's when I remember us first meeting. But then, do you know, two years later, I was supposed to go abroad. Right. I didn't do my paperwork because I don't do things on time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And because I happened to not get stuff in, I got potluck for who was moving into the house we were living in. And you and I got randomly stuck together. That I know. That
0: part I remember. Oh, yeah, okay. I mean, I remember living with you <laughs> and
2: just <laughs> so you showing remember? up one day and being like, hi, I'm moving in. <laughs> and it was the th- It was us, Britt. Was it only for the three of us? The Did three. we ever have a fourth? No, Okay. three of us. The three of us in one room, us in a big ocean sound machine. And we were all very different. Like you, well, you like, and I are pretty similar, don't you think?
0: No, but the way you live, your organization, <laughs> and the way you keep your jewelry and your, remember we used to move, like you have, Paige has all her jewelry and all her purses hanging from the wall on thumbtacks or nails. And like to are screw. you see my closet at home, by the way?
3: No. I'm the same
0: as I yeah. was in college. No, and then we'd come in and we'd like, remember you had your tackle box being like safety pins. And it yes. was like buttons sure. and you know, q-tips <laughs> and we'd like move everything around to just screw with you and it was our favorite hobby me and brit you knew that didn't you uh, uh,
1: yes and i also still actively live with that yeah. i know thumbtacks and nails but i'm and, so
0: not like that i mean right it's the opposite of who i am to be like that i i like thought about try- i've gotten inspired by you and i'm like how oh, could i put <laughs> things and then
2: i'm like nope that's not who you are i don't know how to use a label maker <laughs> <laughs> except who you are that's not me so we lived together for two years or three years, two and a half two years in college. Year. Then I went to the Peace Corps and you went to you. Well, you had another year of college because she's younger. To be mm-hmm.
0: clear,
1: did we cover that? Yeah. Okay.
0: Listen, guys, I had to. I had to finish college. I was devastated when you left, but I. I am younger and I did have to get my degree. I know. So I had to stay. Off. I actually it was really hard when all of you guys left, and I was like, because all did my friends kind of all ditch you. I know. All my and friends. Then
1: you had a class with me.
0: I did. I had a yes. class with you. What year was that? Senior year, I Senior think. Senior year. I don't mean,
1: could easily have been junior. I think it was junior. Senior year, I just do, I do remember it was a PR class.
0: It was intro to public relations. Yes. Oh. And which. we never
1: advanced beyond that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> We're still being introduced. Yeah.
0: Intro,
1: so. it was intro to PR. Um, yeah.
2: So then did you, after you graduated, because I was I was in Honduras when you graduated, but you moved right to New York, right? I went what yeah, was I'd, your like? What was your? How did you end up at SNL?
0: I took a high. I mean, like I went home to Buffalo and like waitress. Oh, yeah, for like four months, made made as much money as I could. Was having the time of my life, and I was like, I'm not gonna move to New York yet. I'm not ready. And then my roommate Graham, who I was gonna move with, moved to New York with. So it was like, if you don't move now, I'm gonna find a new roommate. So moved to New York Labor Day weekend, lived with my aunt in the pool house and like outside of the city, and within
2: casual. Yeah,
1: yeah, that was really, really <laughs> humble. <Yeah. laughs> lived, lived in the pool house in the corners, slummed it. I think I found like three homeless people rounded up on Craigslist to, for my right. first apartment. Yeah, in the city. you did. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah, this was my. This was like my. I didn't have a job though. You had a job when you moved the city. I did. Yeah, I was just moving there without anything, so Perfect. to look for something. Yeah. Yeah. So Graham and I both moved to. To, uh outside the city living with my aunt and then we commuted in every day to try and like find a job. Oh wow. And uh like literally got- passing out resumes. Kind of. Uh going in to like meet with people, you know, I mean it's not like you can like pound the pavement like you used to when like our parents used to say that. Yeah. Uh because you get to recep you get to like security and they're like, uh can I help you? And you're like, uh <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have this paper for yeah, somebody? Sorry. <laughs> I um, found
1: I found the listing in the newspaper here. You, are you still hiring? <laughs> Um, no. So
0: I, uh, within five weeks, I was hired at SNL. I mean, I had an interview. I got an interview through an old boss for my internship, and then five weeks later, it was a long interview process, but then by September, end of September, 2002, I was hired at SNL. As an assistant, right? That was was your first, like, title? Assistant to, um, one of the producers, and I remember just thinking, like, how can this be real? When they described the job to me, I remember thinking, like, this people get paid to do this like you have they're like well you're also gonna have to be in charge of the parties
2: and I was like <laughs> the parties I get that's, to like run your, the that's all you it? do in life is playing parties
0: I mean then you do realize later on that you know a job is a job and that is as fun as it is it's still like hard work and whatever but um I remember just thinking it was my first I've told the story before but like my first week was um Bruce Springsteen. So I started literally on the Monday of the premiere of 2002, oh. and Matt Damon was the host, and Bruce Springsteen was the musical guest.
1: Jeez! And
0: wow. on my first day, uh, you know, my first job out of college. I remember my boss Marcy comes in and she's like, "This is hi, this is Lindsay." And I was like, "Hi, I'm Lindsay." And he's like, "Hi, I'm Matt." And I remember just thinking, "Yeah, look, I know who you are." Yeah. Like just being so like in my head, just like, "Oh my god." Right. Um, cause also this was like, you know, fairly soon after Goodwill, Goodwill hun- hunting. Like you know, yeah. like yes.
2: Matt Damon. And like, it's not like you, d- I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but it's not like now all of this is so normal to you, but it's not like you grew up like knowing celebrities no, or meeting even, nobody. right? right. Like, did you say that? Did you say, do you have any times like that that you did say to somebody early on? Like, or do, have you always had a pretty good instinct of like, shut up, don't tell them like,
0: yeah. Be I can't cool. believe I'm you. <laughs> <laughs> Like I was always
2: like pretty
0: cool of it just being like, just fake it. Yeah. You know, fake it till you realize
2: this is, like, normal? Like, until they think that yeah. you're not starstruck.
0: Um, yeah, and then I remember my fourth day, Bruce Springsteen was re- was rehearsing, and I was, like, 30 feet from him, like, watching him rehearse, and I was just, like, <laughs> I remember thinking, like, like, we always joke at work about, like, a purse swinging moment, like the montage of a movie where, like, the, a great, like, girly She's song is playing. She's gonna planned, make yeah. it after. <laughs> yeah. It was just, like, life. It's gonna be good.
2: <laughs> oh, I remember you coming within that first year. You came to visit me in Honduras, mm-hmm. and you oh, had yeah. you were like six months in, right? And first of all, you couldn't get access to money, so I was like, f- like keeping was, a tally. I was like on my Peace Corps stipend, like and you were telling me these stories, and you're like, like my first week. What's I'm gonna blank on his name, the um, guy from Will and Gray, Sean Hayes, who I love so much. Oh yeah. You told me you're like so last week at work, I'm at work and halfway through a show. Sean Hayes needs to go to the bathroom. So she goes, and I'm, you're like, I'm showing him the bathroom. And we're walking down the hall, swinging arms, and going, we're going to pee. We're going to pee. And I was like, what is your life? Like, I'm going back to, like, dig a latrine, and you're skipping down the hall. <laughs> you are favorite. helping people, and I'm no, skipping I down helping. a hallway to help Sean Hayes find the bathroom. wasn't very much at all. It was just the irony of, like, wow, that is just such a different life.
1: Right? <laughs> and then when do I come in? Okay. <laughs>
3: I'm sorry, Jake. We're having you a moment. You don't.
1: And it was at the eight-minute mark when Jake blended into the couch.
0: You come in because you're Lindsay. never going to blend into the couch, uh-uh. Jake. Not, not with in those, those pants. pants.
1: Never going to blend. It. Guys, they're not loud.
2: Uh, uh, they're just
1: tight. I hate. Both of you have on literally the tightest pants I've ever seen.
0: Well, that's. I could. I have another pair in my suitcase that's much tighter.
1: Oh, prove it. Prove it. Dare. <laughs> Oh right. How would you like to come in, Jake? So the fall, spring of two thousand five, I moved to New York and I know no one, virtually no one. I know like four people.
0: And at this point, Paige, we're living together. Yes. Back again.
1: And I had just come off a long relationship and I'm like, hey, I'm getting to the city. I'm gonna meet someone. Or I'm going to date around, not meet <laughs> <laughs> that's, someone. Sorry, that's the exact to exactly. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to date around, I'm going to date, it's yes, the Big Apple. Uh, and so I called all the people I know, it was like Ted Keith, Lindsay.
0: No, Puppet. me? Yes. No, Tim Nelson is the one who put us in touch.
1: But my point is, oh, I called you, like... You like ask people to yes, say Yes, I know, you know like, like, I'm city? like, I need like three or four people to like oh. start networking. And... We went out and you said, we're like, oh, great, you know, catching up and everything. She goes, you've got to meet my roommate. I'm like, hmm, I just did, like, the roommate thing. I don't, like, I'm just, uh, and then she. You what does doing
2: the roommate thing mean? Well, so someone I dated someone a long time in roommate? college. Right. And then
1: I, for a year, dated, like, roommates and friends. And was, like, oh, like, okay, I don't, like, it's just not working. Okay. And I'm just, I need a whole, completely new environment. And I get to New York and immediately you're like, you should meet my roommate. And do you right. remember
0: why I wanted you to Because I'm
1: tall and I li- lied <coughs> about salsa dancing.
0: And also you knew the lyrics to every single rap song that was playing. Wherever we went was playing a ton of rap, and I remember just thinking like it just kept getting better. I was like, You you don't know Paige? And it was just like the, And then you said I the don't. salsa dancing,
2: I was like, You gotta be. Come on. Like I never I don't think I ever heard the rap because that is your probably one of your most attractive qualities to me. If a biggie song comes out in the car
1: yeah. In these pants? Let's go. Biggie song. Yeah. So late 90s hip hop was, uh, so yeah. And uh, so
2: then.
0: And uh, then you uh, said, you
1: got to meet my roommate. And then I annoyed the crap out of you for two years by taking up your entire living room at all times. Like, hey guys, what do we order for dinner? Like, oh boy. <laughs> Could you find a 5'10, 150 pound guy, please? Because this guy <laughs> is literally eclipsing the sun.
0: We ate so many burritos together,
1: infinity burritos. <laughs>
0: You just think about the
3: blockheads. Shout block out to blockheads. A lot of blockheads. Out to blockheads. But yeah, and
1: then we went to a Carolina alumni event, and that's where you put us together. And we've told that story on this podcast. We have. But this is the person that put us together.
0: And I like How to cool take all the credit. You do. T- yeah. <laughs> I want all the credit. Well,
1: yeah, that's for why. The you're two here. of
0: you and your children.
1: Shower. Mm, shower <laughs> you <laughs> with credit. Yeah, thank you. Uh yeah, so thanks. That's what this was really thank you.
2: Are
0: we okay. done? Is this that's it? It yeah, that's so over? was great to have you on the podcast. Yeah,
1: thanks for coming on. Thanks,
2: guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get to it. So, you you, w- you and Kevin mm-hmm. were dating at the time that he and I met. You'd been dating for like a, a decade already. felt
0: <laughs> <laughs> <not> like it. <laughs> I we Kevin and I met on my first day at SNL, like truly, like, show up, getting the tour of SNL. And Was uh, he a page? Uh, he was a then? page, not then. Okay, he would already a page. And then he was, then he was an assistant. He was writer's assistant. I was, you know, in the talent department as an assistant. And we met on my, like, tour of, like, the SNL floor for first time. I don't think I even knew that. Yeah. And he, uh, we immediately became, like, good friends. Immediately. Like, we just hit it off. And we're just, like, the best buds. And, like, uh, yeah. He had a girlfriend at the time, but we were just really good friends. So,
2: So you guys dated for the whole time that we were dating. Yeah. We were all just like, like our second date, Jake's and my second date was with you and Kev at Blockheads, of course, uh, making jokes that were questionable. Mm -hmm. And I remember thinking. We all joined in.
1: I remember thinking. Being also very worried about, because the jokes went. I remember you were looking at me like, wow, this guy's really beating this into the ground. I, I, I think you were, you were like feeling good about <laughs> things and then like, all the way, wow, in. so like quit while you're ahead, buddy.
2: But for the, well, however long it was for the next seven to five to 10 years, whatever, we all like, we're just buds. We're still, I'm, I'm I continue to be so impressed by how now that you and Kev, cause you're married how many years? Five ish.
0: Yeah. Uh, you've been,
2: you've been split up now for five ish. Yeah. Five years. So, but you guys are still, I mean, you guys totally do life together. You co-parent Maddie together. Mm-hmm. You, I mean, like walk us through a little bit of how that works.
0: I mean, I am so lucky. Like I, when I, I really just think like, Kevin and I are so lucky. We always just joke that like if we were friends, if we had met in high school, we would have been like the people who like shared a locker together and like we're best friends and like we kind of are like share a kid together. Yeah. (laughs) We just, um, I think when we first split up, we tried really hard to be like, we're still a family and like, we're going to have, you know, we lived in the same building and, and, uh, I lived two floors below him and we tried really hard to like maintain, like, let's have family dinner every Sunday night. And I, looking back on it now, I think that's probably, it was a little hard to try and like maintain so much of it so soon. Um, and we probably need a little bit more space, but (coughs) I mean, I feel like every day I'm grateful for, for Kevin. He is, he is such a good dad, and he is he's a great friend to me. And because we grew grew up together at SNL, mm-hmm. he understands my work. He under I understand his work. We know the same people, and so like we can like we every morning. Well, not every morning, but a lot of mornings we take Maddie to school together, and then we drop her off on the Upper East Side, and then we walk through the park together, and sometimes we get coffee, and and it's like you know, it's just like catching up with a friend. We just like go over like either stuff with her or like things that are happening at work or things we're stressed about. And, you know, I talk him down when he's, you know, anxious or he talks me down when I'm anxious and we still understand each other so well. And we're just there for each other.
1: Paige and I talk about all the time, like create your own normal. Mm -hmm. So when you and Kevin went through this Mm -hmm. and you were married and then you split up, but then you tried to make it like the family dinners and all that. Mm -hmm. Um, did you ever hear from people or feel inside like, is this normal? Is this weird? Do I care? I don't care. I shouldn't care. But like. What? If people, people are saying. Yeah, what people, people are like. Or how it looks like, what, the outside. What, like what? Yeah, exactly.
0: I <clears throat> I remember one person being like, if you can like go get coffee together, you should just, you just should stay still married be together. Huh. Yeah. And, but I have to tell you, <sighs> like, I was always so proud of it. I've mm-hmm. always been proud of it. I mean, <clears throat> Kevin and I laughed that when we were going to look, you know, going through the whole like uh, kindergarten application process in New York City is. Like people say, it's impossible and awful. And we are going to start doing all the interviews. And our uh, preschool, um, one of the people at the preschool was like, if you can, uh, you should maybe lie. Like, if you can, like, you know, just lie about still being together, it might be helpful at some of these what? schools. And
2: I remember just thinking, like, why? W- I mean, Because you're going to be the only divorced couple at that school if she goes there? I just,
0: well, a lot of them were, like, you know, religious schools. Or, oh. And I just thought, like, I mean, if a school doesn't like us because of that, like, we're and we, and so we started, we flipped it and we started going into the interviews being like, we were told not to talk about it and, um, smart. and we're really proud of it. And like, yeah. we don't want to, you know, Maddie, like, is like, we spend time together as a family and, right. you know, just, uh, last week we had a Maddie's, fa- uh, f- her birthday party it was yeah. like a costume party and we had it all together with yeah. family and friends. And you
2: got, you guys make it totally not weird too. Like we've seen Kev when we come up to, I, well, and we were such good friends with Kev are, so I still consider him a really good friend. We just don't see him that much. But it doesn't feel weird to be around the two of you because you guys make it not weird. But don't you think, too, like we've talked about this son before, too, on the podcast and just in life. Like our generation grew up with divorces being so ugly mm-hmm. in so many situations mm-hmm. and either the either ugly or just like not as healthy as it could be. And like, we all got to see that either in our own lives or somebody close to you. Yeah. Somebody close to you. And you kind of go like, okay, maybe there's a different way to do this. So I feel like hopefully it seems like couples now are trying to do, do that. When you, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I think, you know, people I've had
0: people say to me like, Oh, you should write a book on like how to have a successful divorce. And I'm like, honestly, it's like, I married a really kind, wonderful man. Uh And he married someone who was kind Uh and caring. So, like, that's kind of (laughs) the – if you are missing one of those links, if you don't have a kind and caring, like, Mm co-parent, then it's going to be harder. Mm -hmm. I mean, Kevin and I are very giving to each other, Mm -hmm. you know, and, like, want each other to have happiness and succeed and all the stuff. And I love him still, you know, and and he loves me. And so we really want to help each other. And that makes a huge difference. If you have someone who – doesn't want that for you it's hard to co-parent you know Mm -hmm. smoothly I mean but yes I do think like there is a there is a trend to try and have these kind of like you know more non-traditional families which Mm -hmm. is great Mm -hmm. it's great for the kids
1: yeah so we fast forwarded through an immense amount with like one comment so like we (laughs) met in New York we got married we moved away you and Kev got married you guys split up we just talked about how you guys are just keeping real and I just personally have been so impressed watching it as well um, but we've been out of the city now, gosh, 13 years, 12 years, which is what? bananas. Is that right? I know.
2: Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I know. What? I know. Years?
1: And a lot has happened uh, in that time. And so, again, you and Kev split up. But, like, you've got a kid. Mm-hmm. You're in the city. Mm-hmm. You're dating. There are, like, literal TV shows about this on HBO <laughs> where people, like, Now? Girl- no, well, I'm going to say where girlfriends, like, hang out, oh, dating in the city. So, like, well, I
2: feel wait. like... So- the fact that you dated Ben Affleck is something that's going to come up if anybody Googles your name. Mm-hmm. But w- I want to make it clear, we're not going to go into the details of your relationship with Ben. We do need to at least acknowledge that because people are going to know that about you. Right. What I do think is worth discussing, because it was such, and it ties in with everything that we just talked about too, about with Maddie and Kev and everything, for you, aside from just dating somebody and having your marriage be in the process of breaking up to and having a kid and all this stuff, all of a sudden you go from walking celebrities down the hall and kind of living in that world to you yourself being on the cover of us weekly and stuff. Like what was that like for every dynamic? I mean, (laughs) it was,
0: it was wild. I, I think the thing is like, because of my business and because of what I do, I thought like, Oh, like, you know, we had been dating and people we weren't even really being secretive about, we were just going about our lives. And then once we realized it was going to, you know, it was going to come out at some point, I thought, like, oh, I can handle, like, I I can handle this. Like, I've seen, I've been in this for, like, for the thick of it for 15 years. Like, I've seen a million people go through things. Like, I know you can't read what people write about. Like, you just have to, like, you know, keep your head up and everything will be fine. And I really thought I was, like, somewhat prepared. And I just, I don't think there's any preparing for, like, going from, you know, being, like, living your normal usual life to then all of a sudden being like chased in the airport and um (laughs) just having people follow you and you know I mean it's given me such an appreciation for for what um celebrities and and people who have like uh in the real public arena like it is, that is tough. Especially Mm -hmm. like teenagers, like it's given me such an appreciation for what people have to go through because it is, I had such a, I mean, in, in, in the grand scheme of things, my life wasn't, you know, it was mild compared to a lot of people. Um, it's unbelievable. It's, and it was really hard. It was really, I thought I was like tough enough to handle it and it it crushed me. It really like, I cried a lot. Mm -hmm. I couldn't get out of bed when it first came out. Like I couldn't, I got really sick. I like my body just like shut down and I really couldn't get out of bed for like over a week because I was kind of like, wait, like I've spent my whole life trying to be like good and kind and like care about people and really just like, you know, I just cared so much about wanting everyone to know that I like them and 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 just be a good person and then to all of a sudden like be only known for like this one thing and have
2: it be Do you mean because of how you were being portrayed you feel like yeah. not just the invasion of privacy but also yeah. yeah and also
0: then you just you're just immediately judged on a different level yeah. like you're judged I mean now I can laugh at it but like this, the things people say about you you're just kind of like I mean one of my favorites and this is giving someone way too much credit who was terribly mean but someone once wrote like Get get on my Instagram, and I woke up to it. It was like you know, like you know, stretching in the morning. The sun's coming through the window, and I'm like, it's a start of a new day. And I woke up and I look at my, and it's like you know, the the notification comes in. And it's like someone get someone get horse face shook as a carrot, <laughs> and I thought, what? Bravo to the creativity! Horse face shook as so a carrot. Wow. Um like I mean that's not even like the people just the awful things people say about you like and you know I, I wasn't I just didn't didn't understand what that would be like and the pressure I would feel and the pressure I would feel to like you know just just kind of Fit in and 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 also then I had to go back to my job where my job was nothing about me. my job is not about me
2: my job right. is about and everyone. like not uh, supposed to be about you no right? don't look at me don't right. like it's
0: not about me and so it, it felt very odd to the the dichotomy of that life of like being followed to work by like a paparazzi and then going in and being like this you know I'm I'm here to make everyone else's lives like it's about everyone else and uh-huh.
2: not about me um so it was strange did it give you empathy it like in a weird way I never had thought about it this way before but in terms of the people that you work with like your job is to be on the talent right mm-hmm. right like at least it was I don't, we haven't caught up on that specific in a while but you know you're you kind of babysit the host for the week right of, of the show people say that oh sorry it drives me crazy um what's the best I'm way f- be their best friend you're their best friend for a week but like I'm the producer I'm the talent producer oh okay sorry you're right you're right you're
0: right but like that's like uh, my whole career yeah ago, like, you're babysit right. the host and you're like no, it's like you're trying That's to get them through like a, a really stressful week. Yeah. Um, I mean, even, like, the people who work for me, like, they don't... The people would say that to them now, but it's, like, it's, you know, it's a really important job, and someone... I mean, I shouldn't say it's really important. It's a job that, like, to that person is really important. Oh, absolutely. Because they're going through a really stressful, like, crazy week, and, like, you're the person who's kind of, like, their
2: touchstone. Right. You're, like, their therapist for the week, almost, and, like, kind they're of, Yes, yeah. no, I'm. you're correct. Thank yeah. you for correcting me. But in that vein... You're in your interactions. Hey, if you could also just touch your headset a little bit more for the audio, please. That am I would touching it am touching it a lot? <laughs> You're
1: I'm touching kidding. it a lot. Yeah. So just like rest your hand on your. Sh- yeah. There you go. <laughs> you don't, don't hear chat. that. You don't hear all the like.
0: Uh, no, I oh.
1: don't. Because it's I your like headset. You hear it yourself. Yeah. yeah? Um. She's very. Flaley over here, guys. If you could just imagine, like her hands are just wilding around. Okay. That's
3: okay. just who I am. Yeah. No.
1: She's just
2: a flaley kind of girl. <laughs> <laughs> old horse face shook.
1: Oh, get her a carrot. <laughs> hooves everywhere.
2: She'll have something to oh, put her she- hand on. he's just over there chomping away on the apple in my hand. <laughs>
1: oh, my gosh.
2: <laughs> um, when you're interacting with whoever the host is that week or the musical guest or whatever it is, do you find that that has, having been in their shoes a little bit now at this point, does that? You know what I mean? Like has that played out at all in your day to day work and stuff like that or
0: I think like I said before, I just think that like I have so much compassion and empathy. Like, you know, everyone always says, like, Oh, well you got into this business. Like you always hear you people say that it. like when they're when there's paparazzi following them or I'm sorry, you did not get in this business for this. Mm-hmm. Like no. when you know, when Like you think about someone who's in their teenage years and the mistakes you made and the things you did and then to be followed the way they're followed. And I mean, the stories used to hear of just like, just from Ben alone of just like, you know, 25 paparazzi cars following them and like, and their kid, it's just not fair. It's Mm -hmm. not right. Well, the kid thing is a
2: good point too. Like that's a whole different ballgame. Like.
0: But even still, it's like, I don't think that's, you know, you didn't sign up to have 25 paparazzi. That's what I mean. Live outside your house and follow you everywhere you go. That's just, you know, our, the way um, media, media has changed so much in the past 20 years that like when a lot of these people got in the business, there wasn't, this wasn't how people were, you know, celebrity wasn't handled this way. Mm -hmm. And now it's like, you know, it's a big, it's like a. It's life changing. Mm-hmm.
1: So, having worked in professional sports and been around like the guy Jeter, Derek Jeter in baseball, you know, athletes are required to talk to the media after every game. Mm-hmm. And so, even Jeter, Jordan, like the like the top athletes, they make themselves available. Hollywood, they, that doesn't happen. Mm. And like music, you're not required. Well, they to do like the press tours. To that's vol. That's voluntary. Like no. if they got it. If they've got an album coming out, yes, they do. Like no, they have
2: – with their, like – you correct us if we're wrong. What do we know? But if you're doing a movie or a show, like, don't you have to do press for your – yeah. I for mean, the, typically it's – Because you
1: want to sell the movie, yes. But
2: you have to. Like, you're contractually obligated to do that stuff, right?
1: I understand. But think about it. Uh, one movie a year, right? Typically. Two, if you're rock, it's 17 movies a year. Yeah. But it's, like, typically one movie a year, a couple movies a year. Baseball's 162 games. So I'm talking about media availability. And so that's why I think the paparazzi – has gone crazy of these people because they're not as available. You have to, like, go insert yourselves into their lives. And so that's that's why when I saw you on TV, it was, like, bizarre because you always hear, like, now it's, like, I'm looking at it from our perspective because people, of course, would talk to us, like, that's your friend, right? We're like, yeah, that's our friend. Like, that's your friend on the magazine, right? Yeah, that's our friend. You're normal. Like you're a normal person. People are always like, oh, she is she like normal? She, yes, she is a normal mm-hmm. waitress in Buffalo type. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so <laughs> I always well, think that's of you.
0: How I want to be known. The waitress in Buffalo. So <laughs> we're over two.
1: <laughs> Babysitting host, waitress in Buffalo. What how exactly is Lindsay? What are you? Um and so
3: I'm watching. Yes, you I like, am
0: a waitress in Buffalo kind of gal, though. You're you know right. what I mean? I'm like
3: I, you're watching
1: right. you react to this and I'm like, I know Lindsay. She's probably like, What? The hell is happening? Mm-hmm. Like well, walking we were, to an airport with a million cameras is not your normal day.
2: When you came to visit us a couple years ago here, we were in, in Blakeney, Target. And our kids literally were like, oh, look at that magazine. Why isn't Shook Baby on the magazine this week? And we were like, let's get out of here. Like, they, you know, because they're, they're, but to them, like, they don't know. Our kids don't know. That we've talked about this before, too. Like, our kids are so young that they don't know the difference between driving on the highway and seeing me on a billboard and walking through Target and seeing you on Us Weekly. Like, right. they don't know that that Us Weekly is also in Japan.
3: Right. You know
2: what I mean? Like, but it is just such a weird thing to kind of like. It's weird
1: to watch. Yeah. It's weird to watch.
0: It was, yeah. I mean, it's a really surreal thing to go through. Um, and like I said, I went through such a, like, in, in in the grand scheme of things of what people in in kind of celebrity life go through, it was probably fairly minor, but still it was, like, shocking to go through it. And and for my family, I mean, I basically yeah. had to, like, you know, I couldn't go back to my apartment because the paparazzi were outside the apartment, and yeah. I, I didn't want my daughter to be, you know, it was just... Um, And Kevin, I mean, Kevin and I at that point were living in the same building and it was just, it's hard. It's definitely like, um, like I said, it's given me such a, I already have, I'm like a compassionate person, I think by nature, but Mm -hmm. like I, it definitely gave me um, a real like kind of, it was a very thought provoking and understanding of like, oh my God, what do people go through? And Mm -hmm. like, imagine like, like when you, having been through divorce, like going through divorce, it's one of the most painful things you can go through. And then imagine that, being seen through the eyes of the media and like having to go through it with your kids. And like, it's just brutal. It's just, there is no like step back and be like, give these people pride. It's just, Oh God, it it really tears me apart thinking about it. No,
2: you're so right. And you make such a good point of that too. I don't remember you and I have talked about that too, but in terms of, I guess when you see someone who's super close to you, you're my closest friend who's ever gone through a divorce and knowing how just heart wrenching that was for you on every level. And I remember you pointing out like, Oh, it's important to remember like, and celebrities say this all the time again. And it's, it seems silly. It seems to not acknowledge like, Oh yeah, but for celebrities go through spouses, like, you know, toilet paper. And it's like, no, no, any divorce is super awful and hard and just emotionally excruciating for anyone going through it.
0: And, like, wait, not just divorce. Like, you know, like, any kind of like trauma in their life, if you loss of somebody, mm-hmm. lo- like, divorce, um, you know, when people go through hardships, it's like, imagine like the worst thing that's ever happened to you. And then imagine it being just like thrown up on every website. Put you turn on the TV and there it is on like ET or access high, whatever. It's just, it's so, it's really brutal. There's mm-hmm. no like humanity to do it. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, be Oh, because it. you're a celebrity, you're not real. And it's like, no, it's all very real. And it's given me such an appreciation for, like, God, what people have to go through, you know. And and it's, yeah, I have a lot of, like, empathy and oh, it just, it's hard.
1: So, I, I would say you can, you know, we don't need to get into all the details. Like, <gasps> only you'd say like, oh, you could Google the details. But probably Google's not the right place to find, like, the real details. But, like, you guys had your chapter. Mm-hmm. And has. Or her and
2: Ben or her and Kev?
1: Her and Ben, we've moved on past Kev. I know there's some intertwined, but like, uh, we move on past Ben. But like, how has the paparazzi thing gone since?
0: Oh, I'm no one cares.
3: It's great. Isn't that great? It's amazing. Yeah.
0: (laughs) It's amazing. I am. Oh my God. Wait, I've got the best story. So, um, yeah, no one cares about me, and it's the most beautiful <laughs> thing so ever. It's so wonderful. It's so great. No but that's one cares. not entirely true. No, no, it it pretty much is, and it's but great. Sh-
1: you've showed us a couple like articles, or like you normally. No, or, like, it's the- not
0: about me though. You know, it's like about other people. But um, okay. <laughs> but oh my gosh, there's this there's this paparazzi woman who is like older, and she's got red hair. She kind of reminds me of like a Sherry O'Terry character, and she's very sweet and like a lot of times we will be outside where like the SNL dinners are or whatever and she's always like and she always asked like can I take your picture oh that's right. Nice. she's very and she's like you look beautiful can I take your picture and 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 I'm always like oh no, no you know not tonight like because I'm like this isn't like take the picture of the someone who's actually famous but um but her uh, I started realizing is that she's um she talks so much that she usually misses the Actual <laughs> shot of someone like <laughs> she'll be talking. The other day she she came up to me. She's like Lindsay, did you see her in Daily Mail and and then I see like the Dwayne ho- Johnson walk no, behind like, you. The like- host <laughs> walks in and she's talking to me about the picture she took of me. Right. So I was the other night we were at an SNL after party. Was with two friends and she was outside the window and I was pointing them. I was pointing her out to my friends and I was like, oh my god, this woman's so funny. She's always talking. She misses the shot. Blah blah. blah. But I'm like, she's so sweet. And they're like, oh, that's so funny. I, we walk out. I say goodbye to them. And I turn to go to my car. And the woman comes up to me. And she goes, oh, Lindsay. <laughs> she's like, you know I love photographing you. And I was like, oh, thanks. And she's like, but I only like to do it when you're drop dead gorgeous. And tonight, tonight?
1: is not your night. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Shut Are up. you kidding me?
0: And I was like. Oh, and I had just been in the bathroom and I thought to myself I looked oh my in the mirror and I was good. like I, I don't look bad for 3am like I, things could be worse
2: she could have just not taken your picture like no oh, need no, to no. tell you she's gotta tell me tonight was not and you know
0: what's funny I told Lauren that I told Lauren that story and he got such a kick out of it and Lauren was like
2: I thought you looked pretty good Aww. I was like thanks boss <laughs> thanks Lauren <laughs>
1: And by the way, your 3 a.m. is like a normal person's 7 p.m. Oh, my god. I mean, you gosh. guys live on, like, opposite sides of the hemisphere, the two of you.
2: Yeah, we literally do. I remember talking to you when I would be on my way into work sometimes, and you'd be on your way home from, like, read-through nights or whatever.
3: Yeah.
2: Oh. Um, okay, so now you are back in it. You're dating in New York. Mm-hmm. And... <laughs> that, what's that, that like? <laughs> <laughs> well, do you do you... We talked about this a little bit before, but, like, I mean, I know... All of this can be behind you, and you say, like, paparazzi no longer follows you around, et cetera, but if somebody Googles you, if you Google somebody, like, do you do all that? You said you don't Google people before you go on a date with them?
0: No, I have kind of a rule of, like, if someone wants to set me up with someone, I always will go. I don't ask any questions. If I, I usually will just trust them. I'll be like, I can do a first date. I'm happy to go on a first date, and I'll go on. I've gone on many first dates. Uh, all setups? Have you ever done, like, online anything? No, I no. haven't. Um... Uh, what?
1: Oh, nothing. Uh. I'm looking at my nails.
0: <laughs> how do they look, Jake? I, th- <laughs> I well, thought he was throwing his hands up like, why? <laughs> um, no, my I have a friend who, uh, who started Raya. Who's kind of like, come, he's always like, come on, come on. That's Raya. That's the second time he said that. I'm not cool enough to know a Raya. Raya is. is like the, like the sexy dating app. It's like for like, oh,
2: did you know that?
1: No, but I, I liked how she did a little flourish when she said that. Sexy dating. <laughs> <It's> the sexy. <laughs> I don't
2: dating know. App. I don't. Uh, I thought Tinder was the sexy dating
1: app. Well, well, Tinder's it, the like Tinder and like. Grinder and like all that kind of stuff. Like
2: Raya's like like you
0: have to if there's like a waiting list, it's like Oh, like you have to be it's like wow. invitation only. Yeah. Dang. And you're
1: on it. No, I'm not. Oh you're no. not but on it. But my
0: friend wants me to join it and oh. I keep saying, like, oh, maybe someday.
1: Yeah. Uh But I'm too but busy I, working through all of these setups. All of these setups. <laughs> you're just like <laughs> towering <laughs> so through. I love the fact that you're saying yes to everything.
0: Well, I just think like I, I'm I'm not one to like both, I'm great at a first date.
2: You? Oh, you are kidding
0: me! I'm you're the great at a first best? date. Yes. Oh, wait. So wait, hold on.
1: If you're good at a first date, you're so like, are you dates. doing it to like flex your like dating skills? No, one? I'm saying,
0: but like I can like I'm I love meeting new people. I'm curious. Like I love to ask like questions, and it's really fun for me like to like get to know somebody. Like how bad can it really be? I've only had like two.
2: Pretty
1: bad. It's no, see, I've so... only had two
2: bad first dates
1: okay but like you're also super busy i can imagine your time is-, that
2: is interesting i wonder like do you think that part of it is what that you go because it makes you know you're good like it's almost like i'll go play a sport that i know i'm good at because the reason i like to play it is because it, it feels good to be good at something like and you might enjoyable. enjoy going on these first yeah. dates because you're like yeah like you get a little like zhuzh from it like huh well typically like, i always me.
0: have a good time yeah. i mean right,
1: exactly and you want to have a good time
0: I always okay. have. A good, I mean, typically, I have a good time. I don't, but I don't Google them beforehand. Okay, and it's my own thing because I don't want someone to Google me. That's yep. not how it works. It turns I'm out just because you little don't little Google that. them doesn't mean they yeah. don't Google you. Right. But I think I think I just think I don't like the idea of someone getting like a preconceived notion about who I am from Google. So then I therefore don't do that to somebody else. Yes. I mean, obviously, not everybody has like readily available information on them. I on you say you're
1: probably combing like LinkedIn. Like a <laughs> Oh, gosh, I see their <laughs> skills are networking and medical devices. <laughs> I can't wait.
2: <laughs> do people do that,
1: though? I, th- I feel like it's in this, in this day and age that, that that's
2: like a given that you will have, don't you think?
1: That they'll search?
2: Right. 100%. 100%. I do
1: I would, it before I have coffee with someone. Yeah.
0: Like. Yeah. I mean, I, re- I was on a date this summer, and and I was saying this to someone, and then he was like,
2: well, I Googled you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: So can we start because it almost start- gives you
2: a jumping-off point.
1: Yeah. Can we see, please start uh, with Google?
2: <laughs> yeah. But see,
0: I think that's kind of nice. Of like, that's part of the enjoyment of a first date is like getting yeah. to know someone and like asking really interesting questions. And so, I don't know. Yeah, yes. It's my obviously it's my own you know insecurities based on like what someone might think
2: of me from googling me. You know. Do you think that in a completely honest answer, that's probably more it than than the other? For sure.
0: Okay. I mean, even when I, before Ben, like when it was just, ca- I remember like you'd Google me and my wedding announcement would come up and I just was like, Ugh. Mm-hmm. like I remember those days when like, that was my biggest fear of just like my New York Times <laughs> wedding announcement coming up. <laughs> now you couldn't find that thing if you needed to. right? <laughs> but, but yeah, I think I just like, I want someone to like judge me based on like meeting me and like what I'm like in person and not. That's a full-blown, yeah, like, based on all of my experience, like, uh, that's not who I am. Like, that that stuff doesn't represent me well enough, and so, therefore, I'd rather someone just, like, and so I want to give that to somebody else, even though you're right. Usually, when you Google someone, you get, like, a LinkedIn, like, and you, yeah. I can't, I'm not even on LinkedIn, so I can't even, like, You don't have a LinkedIn? It. Oh, don't tell well, Jake that. Well, best
1: practices would say that you, no. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I would, like, uh, that's most of what you're going to find, um, but you talk about insecure. like, guess what? he is going to be intimidated by that, so you shouldn't.
0: Well, yes, that's also a thing. Right. Sorry, I'm touching my headset. <laughs> You're fine. Uh, fine. That is a thing, yeah. People are like, think, yeah, I, I, I'm realizing that. Like, it's a lot to
2: like.
1: They sit down across the table from you and they're like, <sighs> <sighs> Hi. So I know I'm not a movie yeah. star, yeah. So and I, I know
2: I don't <laughs> work in entertainment, but Imagine I mean.
1: Imagine someone like, hitting, like, doing the research, like, on the way in or, like, on the subway or Uber in, just, like, last minute, like, I should probably just, like, have a little couple of talking points. Oh, my God. <laughs> 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 and they walk in the restaurant, like, um, oh, sheesh, I should have done this a week in advance.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think it kind of is, it falls in the category of it is what it is. Like, kind yeah, of, yeah. you know? It, you yeah. think you
1: can hang with it or you can't?
2: But
0: also, like, that, like, for me, like, the past five, six years, like, Have made me who I am today I really like who I am today and so like you know I I I, yeah I'm willing to like kind of be open ish about like my struggles my challenges my insecurities my vulnerabilities like I like that I think that's in fact I think I've realized like I think that's sexy from somebody else when someone can like talk about the stuff that's really shaped them and like like that to me is a great first date when someone can open up and really let you in and so I don't mind. I don't mind. Uh, I don't mind talking about it. I just don't. I don't like someone having like a, an idea of who I am based mm-hmm. on no. it beforehand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But
2: you know, I mean, that's that's, that's normal. What happens? I think. I mean, it's almost like to we bring a lot of things back to the Bachelor on this podcast because it's the only show Jake and I watch. Right. And what. On that show, though, it is totally normal to very quickly get into, like, the very serious, deep parts of yourself. And it's like, oh, that makes it normal to just, and it's, you can see how there's, in a normal dating relationship, quote, unquote, whatever's normal now, it's not uncommon to, to your point, it takes a while before you, like, find things out about each other, or whatever. Well, now, everybody, you kind of get there a lot quicker. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. You just have to get, kind of get used to it. Totally. Right? All right, so let's talk about um, women work effing hard.
0: Women work effing hard.
1: Women work effing hard at a lot: dating, working, networking, supporting each other, building companies. Why are you guys being silent? Yes, you work. And by <laughs> I the way, I just want to
0: see how long you could
1: go. Everything. What other things can you list? I'm, I'm still. <laughs> I, I, I still want to talk band. about dating. I still want to hear about dating. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. but no, no, it's fine. Effing, and, it, no, and we can d-
0: uh, wait. I Let's talk about having. let me get to my notes. That come was, on.
1: Wow. you <laughs> wrote s- notes.
0: Uh, I did. Uh, no. oh right. Um <laughs> Paige I Paige uh, and I
1: did all of thirty seconds of pre production on this. So clearly we're <laughs> on the same page of how we want to navigate this episode. We've
2: known you for twenty years.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, no, I was thinking about like when you guys earlier were like you know, like what's it like? dating as a mom and, you know, and, and I, and there's, yeah,
1: that guy got cut off at the page. Like, like yeah. No,
2: like what nope. stories would you put in if you're, if you're writing like your sex in the city versions of yeah. dating in the city?
0: I wouldn't say most of them. <laughs> right? I wouldn't repeat most of the thing because also like they're
1: pretty good.
0: There's some funny ones, <laughs> <Yeah>. great <laughs> ones, but like, I wouldn't repeat most of them cause I'm now I'm so like self-conscious, of like anyone thinking I'm talking about anyone. But, yeah, so but was- like, I definitely remember when Kevin and I first split up and, I was like newly, kind of like, you know, going out. I don't know. I I just, just (laughs) experiencing. you were newly going at it, going out, going out. Newly, just like kind of like what is what is life, like you know, like getting set up and um, and I remember, I remember being um at a (laughs) on a Tuesday night being at like a club and um with one of my coworkers and. I think she was trying to be like, "Let's go! Like, come on! Let's get you like, Let's get out! let Yeah. And uh, all of a sudden, this like guy started like talking to me at the bar, and I'm, and I I remember being shocked. Like, I think this guy's flirting with me. Like, I was <laughs> still like, oh, oh, right. oh, oh, okay. Here we go. <laughs> I remember this. Yeah. And um, we're talking, and then and then you know we're kind of whatever. I'm like, oh god, I really like. I start to be like, I can flirt back. I'm flirting back. And then he's like, I can't. He's like, I can't believe it's like, um, it's been, it's been like four years since I graduated. Time flies. (gasps) And I was like, okay. (laughs) Okay. And I was like, I'm so old. I was like, again. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) He's like, I mean, can you believe it? And he's like, well, like, how long has it been since you graduated? And I was just like,
3: Mm,
0: like I grad grad school four years. (laughs) No, I was like, I graduated. The year before you. <laughs> like, For also, me, it's a I couldn't do the me- like. I was kind of like, what? Cause maybe he said, like, what year were you born? And I was like, I graduated no. the year before you. Yeah. And uh, I just couldn't get myself, because I think at the time I was like 35, and I was just like. Which, by the way, sounds so young now to me. I, dreamy. Yes. 35 sounds dreamy. Um, he was what, like twenty seven? Seven, and
1: and I <laughs> this remember the Sex in the City episode. Yes.
0: Well, so then uh, I am, I did eventually end up going out with him once, and
1: and then we left the bar together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: No, no, no. no <laughs> went back I, to his dorm room. No, and. Uh, no, no. I just went out with him, and I remember him saying he was twenty seven. So he's like, "Do you have a roommate?" And I have a daughter. So I was like. <laughs> But I hadn't, like, acknowledged anything in my life, really. This is like, much much before my, like, transformation of, like, being honest and really, like, into, right. like, being yeah. vulnerable and real. I was still very fake then. <laughs> <laughs> so he goes, do you have a roommate? And I was, like... Uh, a a I, permanent... I was, like, I do. <laughs> I do. And he's, like, what's she like? And I was, like, she's uh, pretty dependent on me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> she's very short. <laughs>
1: she, it's weird. She I, loves to color. She...
2: <laughs>
0: She really needs to be. <laughs> I always cook her dinner. I just like somehow, but I remember distinctly saying like, "She's,
1: she's too like, dependent." Like this chick sounds horrible. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Uh, I couldn't oh.
0: get myself. I, and I fully, I remember it always being like people would be like. Kind of maybe in TV shows where they'd be like, have you told him? Like, you'd be going on a date, and like in those TV shows, they'd be like, have you told him you have a child? And they'd right. be like, oh, bullshit. I'm sorry. Can we do
1: you not? Oh, boy. Well, oh, yeah, now we got to rate out.
2: it. Yeah. Now we got to rate it. Oh, yeah. bullshit. As, like,
1: just let him flow now. I was going to say, you might as well call her networking group what it's <laughs> called.
0: Um, And being like, oh, you know, like, if it's your kid. Like, you're of course you're going to talk about your kid. And then all of a sudden, I was in it, and I was like, I'm just going to pretend <laughs>
2: Yeah. This isn't going anywhere anyway. No need for yeah, me to like, tell her. Yeah. Like,
0: let me be cool You're for 12. like Let me be like, yes. a, like I don't even know what age she thinks I am, right. but let's just, just like,
1: go, with it. Yeah. go for
0: her yeah. for a night. and yeah. like
1: She can't read. Uh, <laughs>
0: she's illiterate. <laughs> she's,
1: she doesn't know how to read. She rarely showers more than yeah. once a week. I have to
0: force her to shower.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that would be an amazing game just to describe your roommate that as, who's like a two-year-old only eats soft foods. She um,
2: only bathed. She doesn't take showers. She only takes baths.
1: <laughs> By the way, game. in
2: three months, we're going to like see this play out on an SNL sketch. We'll be like, oh, I remember the conversation when we did the roommate thing.
1: Yeah, no kidding. Uh, that sounds That sounds great, oh, those yeah. experiences. Tell me they get better. Yes, ish? Or it's a mixed bag? Some I nights are good, like, some nights I, are bad. I, I yep.
0: really like... I think it's fun. Like I really like enjoy it, and
1: you seem super pleased with life right now. Just like I thought
0: you were going to say, you seem super, super pleased with yourself. <laughs> you too. No, but that no. no. Life is good. I feel really grateful. I'm not. I'm not for the first time in my life. Like I'm like very happy as myself. Like yeah. I. Yeah. I think for so long in my life, I really thought like I equated happiness and like self. Um, satisfaction just kind of like it had to be attached to a man Mm -hmm. and I don't know where it came from and you know doing the therapy on it for years and years and years but like it really is that like corny but like age-old thing of like like how can you love somebody else before you love yourself and like I really like like who I am and I'm not concerned about like um like where's my partner I want I know I want a partner and I I love love but like I don't um Need it? I don't need someone sitting next to me if it's not right. You uh-huh. know, like, I want to... Par- and, and for so long, that's not who I was. Like, I would have just wanted someone to be sitting next to me. And now I'm, like, I'm comfortable, like, sitting on my couch alone. And I'm really... And I mean that. Like, I think if I had heard myself say this six years ago, I wouldn't have believed it. Mm-hmm. But it's the truth. Like, and I know I'm going to find that person. I believe that. Mm-hmm. But I just think, like, right now, I'm really, like, I feel good as myself and... I like who I am. I like what I stand for. I like what I represent. And I like the mom I am. I like the manager I am at work. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and the right thing is going to happen. But I really believe in, like, partnership is, like, kind of, like, the key. Like, mm-hmm. not just having someone to fill the space of, uh, uh, you know, you don't filling the space from loneliness isn't the right way to do right. it, you know. And right. well, There's
1: partnership, and it's a team because now there's Maddie. Mm-hmm. And she's super cool. You she have a super, super cool. cool daughter, yeah, she's the and best. so it's like a, it's like a, a team approach to this whole thing. Yeah, because right? mm. you say I sit on the couch alone. Like, okay, yeah, but you've also got a seven year old. Got my girl. Awesome. She's yeah. the best. She's like so you got to navigate that thing together. Yeah,
0: and it, and yeah, I can't say it enough that like I just feel like really at peace and like really lucky, and yeah, like focus on my favorite quote, and I say it all the time, is from the book of joy. I put it on my Christmas card if you guys. Remember, yes, you yes, yeah. Too. Oh, but, for sure. But um, but it's not, uh, happiness that makes you grateful. It's gratefulness that makes you happy. And like, I think that is like the most profound. Solid yes. Amen. Yes. Of, like I feel grateful every day, and I really talk about it with Maddie every day. I'm just like, we're really like, we're lucky, and this is, you know, who we are, and it's growing and getting and it's changing. But like, um, and actually, one of the things that like. Ben really brought into my life was, like, Buddhism, Mm -hmm. and, like, and I, it's really helped me so much in the past couple years, and, like, that Buddhist approach of, like, life is constantly evolving and changing, and, like, getting comfortable with discomfort and meditation and gratitude and and being kind to others. I mean, all those things are kind of, like, things you probably can also learn in, you know, kindergarten, but, like, (laughs) you don't don't really, like, learn how to, like, use them as, like, life skills until you're older, I feel like. Uh Uh-huh. um, it's been like a really big part of my growth. I
1: yeah. Think. yeah. In, well, a, in a job that can feel like like wash, rinse, repeat, right? Mm-hmm. It's a season. You know when the breaks are. Mm-hmm. You know when the big episodes are. You got big guests come on, big musicians come on. Like it can feel like Groundhog Day, a really, really cool Groundhog Day, but it can feel like that. You've got that going, but now you've also gotten, Paige mentioned it earlier, this group, this women's group as well. So it's like, You've got two really cool things going on right now that yeah. sort of keep things interesting. Can you talk about it?
0: Can I say it? The actual you broke the wor- seal. Women work effing hard. We'll say it that way. Um, yeah, I'm, it's something I'm so, so proud of. It's fairly new. It's, we, this is our third year doing it. Um, it started off as like a, we had a friend who, or I should say I had a friend who um, had started like a. Um, a skincare concierge business, which it it sounds crazy, like all over the country, but in New York City, like, you know, she comes to your house, she does your skin. And I was like, God, if I could just introduce her to the right women, she could really get this business going. She was a single mom. And so I called Kristen, one of our best friends from college who lives in New York or in New Jersey with me. And I said, like, why don't we throw a party? And, and it, and it turned into this thing of the first time, the first year it was like 40 women coming to my apartment, introducing her to this thing and into this woman. And then the next year we did it with um, a jewelry line um, called Mignon Gavigan. Um, and we had 60 people. And then we just had this past Tuesday night, um, Snapchat co-hosted it with us. And we had um, 104 people. And it, we introduced this wow. line called uh, Francis Hart, which is a maternity line. Ooh. She just launched her company in October. Her name's Natalie Ward uh, Wadsworth, and mm. um, and we kind of, uh, the idea is like bringing women together. Really cool female founders, cool w- business women, cool just kind of like women in general. And the idea is like women supporting women. In fact, our tagline is like women helping women help women. So like oh, the I idea is that. like, you know, you don't have to be a millionaire to to help other women, you can like give them your wisdom, your resources, your ex- experience. You can obviously invest in their companies, but even just like, you know, helping them get awareness for their companies or buying their products, mm-hmm. um, is helpful. Mm-hmm. And so we kind of, uh, we I don't know what this is going to turn into, but it, it makes me feel so good and so happy. And so proud of like, it's really, there's no hidden agenda. I'm just like, there's no, like, thing in it for me of just other than, like, helping women. And it feels so awesome. It makes me, like, really proud. And and the people who, like, come really enjoy it. And it's not, like... A business it doesn't feel businessy, it's like fun mm-hmm. women like connecting. And like I, I there was one girl who just is starting a tequila uh, launching this tequila brand called Knock twice in a couple months and she's like, I need a food scientist and someone else is like, oh, I know a food scientist and you're like, I didn't even realize they
2: were food scientists. What is right, what but is like that?
0: it's really that's what happens yeah, with these yeah. things is people are like, I'm looking for this and they're like, Oh, I know yeah. actually three people you should meet with and And it's not, like, sitting down, like, in a conference room or, like, a a ballroom and, like, listening to a keynote
2: speaker. It's just, like, fun. And and exchanging cards or... or, Yeah, it's, like, kick off
0: your shoes and you might not meet everybody, but it's, like... And it's really cool what's happening from
1: it. So, like, you've got a guest list that is not your average networking event guest list so you've had Tina Fey at this recent one Olivia Wilde Brooke Baldwin who we went to school with CNN mm-hmm. anchor these are not normal people that would come to like a chamber of commerce networking event for people that would listen to this so like is this like a Raya like a invite only oh, thing interesting.
0: oh well yeah. yes <laughs> I mean we're thinking about Bill you know expanding it and like we're gonna do one in LA this summer um but yeah I mean the I think the whole point of it is that it's like curated and it's small like if you made it like a thousand people it would be like going to like a convention center yeah. right mm-hmm. like the idea is that like um we keep it to like this year was 104 that's a little bit bigger than we have uh, we even imagined but like it's got to be small and curated yeah, yeah. and so it's intimate enough yeah. where you can have these intimate conversations but yeah we pick them and and it's really it feels good we're going to have some smaller events like in New York we'll have a kind of like a maybe like a intimate dinner but kind of keeping it going. I don't, like, someone's like, what's your mission statement? Or what's, like, your end goal? And, and I don't know what it is. Because the soul of it is so based on, like... Helping
2: women help women.
0: And, like, fun and, like, yeah. enjoyment. So if you make it... to If you take the wrong turn with it, it yeah. won't be what it is.
2: But Well, it's, it sounds like it's... I mean, this is your third year and it has evolved even since the beginning. Like, things like... Everything yeah. is should be yeah. constantly evolving and changing. And, you know, it's probably... To your point, better to keep it open-ended yeah. rather than to say this is the this end is goal mission. Yeah. Yeah,
0: we even had, like, we got all these female-founded com- – a- we had a 100% female-founded uh, gift bag. And, like, you know, even just, like, you open the gift bag up and you're like, wait, I didn't know the Thrive um, Cosmetics was a female-founder female or um, um, yeah, Drunk Elephant or – um, there's this new hand sanitizer called touchland or like there's all the, and we, so that all the girls opened it. And then I was like, figure out what you like in this bag and then buy that, and buy right. those gifts for your friends right. and tell people, you know, like you might not love everything, but like there's even like, um, a, a female, uh, brewer like who in Brooklyn who started a beer and we put a can of beer called, oh, it's cool. called Talia, T-A-L-E-A. Mm-hmm. And it's like a, you know, we just put a can of beer, and be like, Hey, there's a brewery in Brooklyn that's by that is created by a woman, which, like, yeah. is impossible,
2: apparently, in, like, the brewing world. It's,
0: like, it is
1: rare. Pink parents, they, the um, Amanda
2: in. and Philip McLam support them with resident culture. They do a lot of stuff with female brewers because... Do, for that yeah. exact reason, yeah. yeah. And don't you find, too, like, all of that positivity breeds more positivity? Absolutely. Like, when you get especially, and I hate to generalize, but I'm going to generalize a little bit here, in particular with women, if you can get together. And sometimes you quote unquote vent. I know my friends and I always say like, what's the difference between venting and gossiping? And really there's not much, you know, Mm -hmm. you feel like I just need to tell somebody about this or vent to someone about this. And really you feel worse afterwards. You feel like crap. You've, you know, you've just like, whether or not you're just telling a story about somebody or something with you or whatever, you just don't feel good afterwards. It it doesn't make you feel better. It makes you feel worse. And it just Mm -hmm. kind of like, and then, and and then it also breeds that negative mindset in you of like kind of feeding that. Mm -hmm. Whereas things like that, events like that. And when you like kind of, you were saying having an attitude about, focusing more on gratitude too if you force yourself instead of going oh this person or this thing or this whatever what are what is good about them it just change it, the, your whole energy your whole juju just completely changes
0: I, I met with these like I had six um high school girls come from Buffalo last week to meet with me and they one of the questions they asked me was um what would you tell like what would you do differently if you could go back to high school and yeah. I was like I would definitely gossip a lot less. Like mm-hmm. I wouldn't engage in that. It's hurtful. It's not it doesn't I remember like I said this to you guys last night. Like the idea is like how do you go to bed sleeping like feeling like you can sleep at night? Like yeah. I wanted to feel good going to bed. And I think that's like yeah, I don't I didn't like that. I don't like mm-hmm. that. Um that's kind of a big thing obviously in in show business is like the gossip, the this, the that. I don't like engaging in it like I used to. Mhm. And yeah, it feels good. It feels good like it's like paying it forward yeah. and um it yeah finding there's always something basically it's like the thing that you learn when you're a kid like if there's not something kind of say don't say it mm-hmm. like not everyone has to be for you like you're not going to love everybody not everyone's going to be a connection or a friend but like respect them yes and and um it feels really nice to like uh focus on like goodness and like yeah helping people it's like a it's definitely the better way to go to sleep and I want the people who, like, I want my daughter to learn this, but, like, the girls who work for me, like, I think to myself, like, I hope that when they're then managers, like, you think, like, okay, well, this is the way that then I will act. Like, learning, you know, like, it's like a learned behavior. Like, you want someone to be like, oh, I want to be a boss that pays it forward. Yes. And so, like, I hope that's what they're learning from me. And, like, and then I hope when they're bosses and they're managers that they do it, too. You yes. Know?
1: All right, so as we wrap this thing, not everyone is going to go through a super public relationship and breakup and all this stuff that you've gone through, but people have are listening, are going through just like, like life just kind of sucks right now. Like mm-hmm. uh, maybe I had a divorce or maybe I had a relationship that went south. Um, I can, again, speak just personally knowing you that like you just seem way happier and like you seem like you're in a really good place. For people that are listening, like, You mentioned, like, Buddhism, Mm -hmm. and you've mentioned, I think, over the last couple days, I know you got a book in your bag over there. Like, has there been anything, like, one or two things that over the last maybe 12 or 18 months that has helped you sort of, it seems like you got a really full head of steam here heading into 2020?
3: Well, I think,
0: uh, I mean, not necessarily just the 12 to 18 months. Like, I mean, I'm a huge believer in therapy, Mm -hmm. and, like, like have like I think I always credit my therapist as being like I think she saved me and like allowed me helped me become who I actually was meant to be um I believe in meditation um like I said before the book of joy is something it's a book um the Dalai Lama and Desmond Tutu spent a week together and this man Douglas Abrams put it together this book and I highlight it the first time I read it and I keep it by my bedside and when I'm having a hard day or I'm anxious or whatever, any kind of day I just kind of pull it out and I like open it to like whatever falls open and I kind of read the highlighted sections. And it's, for me, really like grounding like thoughts to keep me like focused on gratitude. It says one of the best ways to counteract suffering is to be generous, um, to be compassionate, and to be, what's the third one? Generous, compassionate, and it's not kindness. Grateful? uh, grateful thank grateful. you yeah and that really uh have you read the book i had you gave yeah, it to me i know yeah of
2: course <laughs> <laughs> i've given it
0: by the way i i um i ended up meeting douglas abrams because i got his email the the third guy who was with them um because i realized um, i was buying my 50 second copy and oh i was like
1: gosh. what a year ago to give to people
0: yeah i've given yeah. it to that many people wow. i came home oh. for dinner and i had talked to chris red um our cast was on my right, and Sandra O oh was on my left. And I was telling books about the dinner, and I came back home, and I was on Amazon ordering my 51st and 52nd copies, and I was like, I have to get to to give to them. I should
1: have bought these in bulk. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
0: And I was like, I have to. And so I reached out and I got a, I got a hold of Douglas Abrams and he came and met with me at SNL. And like, he's the greatest guy. Oh, wow. That's awesome. It was really, uh, I figured I couldn't get the Dalai Lama's emails. Right. Or Desmond Tutu's.
3: worth a
1: shot. You check his LinkedIn.
0: (laughs) But, um, that book has been really helpful. And like, yeah, I mean, I really believe in like self-reflection and, And, and growth and that knowing that like the thing I would say to my daughter, I think about is like, you know, you can have a bad day, you can have a bad week, you can have a bad month. It doesn't matter. It doesn't mean it's going to keep getting Mm -hmm. worse. Mm -hmm. And that like, and that's the Buddhist idea that like thing, life is constantly changing. Mm -hmm. Right. And it, to someone like me who really for so long focused on just like, I just wanted to like, you get to like, I'm going to get happy and then I'm going to stay still at happy. Right. That's not how it works. And, like, you don't get the security of just being like, okay, now I'm stuck here. I'm This is happiness. Mm-hmm. I'm done. I'm done growing. Like, and things do ch- constantly change. Good or bad, they change. And you mm-hmm. have to kind of flow with them. And, like, who, like I said, who I am today is, like, truly based on all the challenges I've gone through the past six years. And I'm so thankful for them. And that might sound crazy, but, like, it really is true. I'm thankful for each person who helped me get to where I am. And I believe that... We don't grow in the good times. We grow during the hard times, mm-hmm. and that is the truth. You don't really need to when you're happy mm-hmm. and everything's fine. But um, yeah, I'm. I feel pretty good. I feel pretty lucky. I feel happy to be here with you. Oh, finally getting
2: to do the podcast. Yeah, the
0: first <laughs>
1: uh, threesome we've had. It
2: is. You know what? I forgot yeah. too. And maybe we can just pause for a second. I'll run downstairs and get it. We have to end with catchphrase.
1: But there's that the beauty catchphrase. It's guys, which one of us can teams. get shookest
2: to guess more clues?
1: Uh, you know what. You know we're here. Would you like me to post edit this in, or what would you like to do?
2: You can just pause it. I can run get it. That's
1: how it works. What I does the pause. rest of 2020 look like for you?
2: <laughs> um,
0: I'm what? going to finish up the season at SNL. Yeah. Um, and we're gonna. It's gonna be a. It's a big. It's a big year. You've I mean, had
1: a couple, like legendary guests. Eddie, that was probably a small token i mean eddie. if you're babysitting eddie and <laughs> <laughs> uh
0: we've had a yeah we've had a good year i mean a pol- political you know the the an election year is always our obviously big thing, gonna right. be big so it's going to be a very big year for us i have a feeling and um in the
2: fall in particular you mean when you
1: get started but back just up think about it,
0: right now it's right. like you're going into like we're going to have our uh the democratic candidates going to be it's not that far away no so. and
1: who knows who it'll be
0: i mean god bless if we have no <laughs> So it's It's going to be interesting. And that keeps everything like kind of challenging and always, uh, you know, uh, fairly stressful, but you know, I mean, really there are decisions we make that are like, you know, late night Fridays for Saturday shows. And, uh, and, you know, Lauren is still kind of like the boss of every, like he really just still keeps, you know, running it well. And when we, he, it's amazing. Like kind of like what he uh, keeps us doing. So, um, yeah, it's going to be a good year for SNL and I think women work fucking hard.
1: I there it
2: said is. it.
0: Oh, there it is.
1: Rip um, my,
2: Sorry, Mom. my
1: father will hate yep. this. <laughs> Sorry, Bob I got, I get to put explicit content on <laughs> it. I'll add that one that to the list. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> uh, that's exciting. I think I, it's growing and people want to be involved. So that's really fun. And, um, yeah, and then I'm just kind of evolving as a person and uh, hoping that... Uh, do you guys ever have double... Do, you, do people come back and do more than one...
1: We did that with the Margarita Girls. So that was sort of like no, a double No, no, no.
2: We were on theirs and they were on ours. We have only done tw- two podcasts with the Holder and I?
1: Oh, yes. So they they would be one. But we and would, then we've talked about doing uh, Emily and Montell because their oh life yeah. has changed just a touch just since a touch. we had them oh, on.
3: Right. Would you Three like to be our later. second double third? Well, I was threesome? just thinking
0: maybe I can go like get me some... Uh, New York City dates oh yeah <laughs> oh
3: boy <laughs> come back <laughs> and come
0: back, back and change the names to protect the
1: innocent you do you script. say that on your uh, on your Raya account like I'm looking for some New York City dates <laughs> absolutely you have if zero I had messages. a Raya
0: account I would 100% <laughs>
1: yeah. <You> have <laughs> no messages. swipe right okay.
3: the paparazzi laugh, woman whatever. would be like you're definitely not gonna have yeah tonight.
1: <laughs> I'm looking good for a 27 year old, aren't I? See it the dates you have. The night those is not your night. Messages.
2: Oh, we yeah. love you. Love Thank you me. for coming to visit and being on our podcast. Love you, Lance. Be here, guys. Thanks for being our first threesome. Aww. Aww. I'll always have
0: a threesome with you too. Yes,
1: oh, but not in those pants. Uh, not in the tight <laughs> pants. Way to bring it home.
2: It would be hard to get them off to Honestly, do anything with them.
1: So
0: it would. Uh, they're like skin tight. Well, we that be like, seems you like need, a challenge. You, know, you need powder oh, to get them off. Off to, like, we go. Thanks for listening. You're going to put some baby powder in
1: there. Zip.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Uh, Bye. 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 Mm. Oh, yeah. Thanks for listening, y'all for past episodes and more. Visit jakeandpage.com or get all up in iTunes or wherever you get your podcast with your fine self sitting on your fine couch.
1: Mm-hmm. Talk to you next time. Uh, yeah. I say on.
3: Uh, yeah.